Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love Static Shock. I'm Danny. I'm Jacob. And we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Jacob, what do we watch this week? Uh, we watched a couple episodes of Static Shock. Um, That's right. We, where Batman crosses over. Yeah. We don't normally do TV shows, but once in a while we'll do one if there was no movie made from it. And Static Shock, they never made a movie. but Racist. Yeah. <laughs> there is... Four episodes, I think, where Batman appeared. Uh, we only watched two. One was uh, Batman Beyond appeared. Static Shock goes into the future somehow. And With electricity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. And then one where it was Batman's like just barely in it, just like Static crossover with the Justice League, and so Batman's in it for a moment. Right. Uh, but we watched two where he is. Uh, Jacob, have you? Have you seen the show before? Do you remember what's your history with this show? Yeah, I do definitely remember watching Static Shock when I was young. I was kind of like in the right age range. Mm-hmm. And like the, the stream we watched still had some of the like WB commercials in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, it, like fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. And um, the Shaolin, Shaolin Monks. Shaolin Showdown. Shaolin Showdown. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, I love Jackie Chan Adventures. And just, like, looking back from this very brief glimpse of how they handled Static Shock and Jackie's grandpa, I'm not sure that WB Children's Block was all that racially sensitive. No. I'm not sure. I'm not not sure. It wasn't terrible, but it suggested that maybe it wasn't all above board looking back. I think a lot of it was pretty good, but... Jackie's uncle was not the, uh, Oh, Jackie! Jackie! Yeah, he's very extremely stereotypically Asian. Yeah. That was he like just, the whole trailer for that show, too. Yeah. They just It was just him screaming shit like that. If he just had, like, buck teeth, that was, like, the that one was thing. Way over the top. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Jackie Chan specifically fought for regular teeth. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Do you remember at the, uh, at the end of every episode of that show, they have, like, an Ask Jackie thing? It would be like a live action with the real Jackie Chan. Right, right. And he'd always, it was like someone would email in a question, and he'd just go off on these like long tangents that have nothing to do with the, sh- the question. Right, it sounded like they just recorded a bunch of shit Jackie Chan said, yeah. and then just threw questions yeah. in afterwards. It's just like, I hope that answers your question, and then just never. It cuts like, to the kid, yeah. just like, what? Jackie, okay. there's this girl I really like. How do I tell her that I like her? Oh, that's a very good question. <laughs> One time I was on the set and I was holding a baby tiger and then the mama tiger comes. I said, oh no, mama tiger. And I ran up a tree. Then I remember, oh no, tigers can climb tree. I hope that answers your question. And the kid's like, hey, yeah, plus, I Jackie. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do. I'm glad. I would rather get that story from Jackie Chan, yeah. though. Yeah. I would rather hear his tiger story <laughs> than have him answer this weird little horny child's question. <laughs> Jackie Chan's a magical man. Yeah, but I, I, he shouldn't teach kids how to fuck, though. I, just, I agree he's magical. Who should teach kids like how to Sean fuck? Sean Connery. Sean Connery, you For example. He's just, no, he's just got the bad. right kind of, like, he already looks a little greasy. 
Sean Connery is a long history of wife beating. Sean Connery should not be teaching kids. I'm not saying gender he relations. should teach them about love. I'm saying oh, he should teach them how to specifically. fuck. <laughs> yeah. How to smash. Just <laughs> the angle I want him to come from. You want to start with an open hand. <laughs> Never use the clothes, man. They want to leave a bruise. Yeah, he's... No, I don't... I didn't know he was a wife beater because I was not alive when he was... When he mattered. Yeah, what... That's not true at all. Does he matter... Does he matter in the 90s? I think he mattered. He had some big movies in the 90s. What did he do? He had League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's true, but that, like, bombed horrifically. Yeah, he... Was that, like, a historic bomb? yeah. He, uh, I think he did that because he turned down Lord of the Rings, because it, Lord of the Rings, like, didn't make any sense to him. Right. And then, that was a huge hit, and he, he was got like, this, this doesn't make any sense. That's literally what happens. Like, this <laughs> script makes no sense, but maybe that means it's going to be a huge hit. Oh, God. That's pretty, yeah, wasn't he going to be, like, Gandalf or Sarah yeah, yeah, or yeah. something? Yeah, or, yeah, Um, what did he do in the 90s? He did, Finding Forrester was 2000. Entrapment. That was a big movie. See, these are things I don't really... I don't remember either of those, though. I was very young when those came out. The Rock. Is that about wrestling? No, it's about escaping from Alcatraz. Okay. Dragonheart. Oh, I think I did see that movie, but, like, I wasn't in it for Sean Connery. I was in it for the Dragonhearts. First Night. Uh, that was, like, a King Arthur movie. Uh-huh. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Nope. Highlander 2, The Quickening. Nope. I do know of the Highlander trilogy? Series? I think it's six or seven of them. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they they weren't good after the first one. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, Hunt for Red October. That's a movie I've heard of. Uh, That's all for the 90s that I recognize. Okay. 89, though. He did Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. I was three years from existing. Three? Jesus Christ. Fuck you, you're so young. (laughs) Um, but th- he was not, <laughs> this, we've got this huge Sean Connery tangent. How did we get, oh yeah, I thought he should teach kids how to fuck. That's right. That's why. I feel like that would be kind of a great credit as I think about it. Yeah, he's just like in a, lounging in a chair with a glass of whiskey, you know, like. But I just lo- I would love to go to tell a woman, like having like a great sexual experience, then afterwards she's like, oh my god, that was so good, where did you learn how to do that? Sean Connery. That would be something I would drop before we fuck. Sean Connery, t- uh, I don't know if, you, uh, if you're if you on the fence about going to bed with me, but I'm just going to put this out there. Sean Connery taught me to eat pussy. So, I mean... Now, I bet Sean Connery's terrible at eating pussy. Sean Connery taught me how to fuck, so. specifically. Yeah, fuck just feels right. I don't think he know? knows how to... I, I think he... He seems like he'd refuse to do that. That that might be true. I'm on the fence about it. I could see him going either way. I could see him being like a a big ass eater or like not any kind of foreplay at all. Yeah. I don't think he's like in the middle. Actually, it sounds cool, but I've got a feeling he doesn't give a shit if women enjoy sex with him. That might be. That might be. I think he's never made a woman come. Now, that just can't be true. I, it I, would not shock me. Just, some women are just easy to make come. It just, it's just <laughs> our, the life he's led. No, I bet he, he's just, I bet he doesn't believe the female orgasm is real. That's, that's how he strikes me. I want, I want to 
I bet there's an interview somewhere. <laughs> he was he came up in an era where that could have come up. Did you, you know ever I mean? hear about Zardoz? I have heard about Zardoz. That was a movie he made to like get as far away from uh, James Bond as he could. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be typecast as James Bond anymore. Right. So he made a movie where he plays like a rapist from the future, like this post-apocalyptic world right. where he wears a little bikini and has a long braid. Yeah, there's some like god that vomits guns to yeah. him and he like crawls in its mouth. He and... shoots laser guns. And yeah. Like rape is like a big thing in that movie. Like textually explicit rape. Oh, neat. And women love it. The not, in the not, movie, yeah, in the movie. Not, okay, not I was gonna say audience. that doesn't seem like not the kind of thing women. that second wave feminists not would rediscover and polish just up. The characters in the movie want to be raped, so it's not rape then. They just want to get fucked, right? Well, all women want to be raped, according to this movie. Oh, okay. That's, well, yeah. now we're in some dangerous yeah. territory. <laughs> it's not something I'm claiming. <laughs> I do not believe this. I'll play the devil's advocate here. All <laughs> <You> women. Think- <laughs> Oh, God. So, Static Shock. <laughs> static Shock right. is a, it's a cartoon about a black teenager named Virgil Hawkins. Yes. And he uh, gets these... He, he was in some kind of... Uh, uh, he's basically a good kid, but they, there was an incident where he was briefly... got kind of sucked into this gang, and as part of the initiation thing, he had to go to this gang fight. And there's like an explosion, this gas came out and infected everybody. They call it the Big Bang in the show. And everybody who was there got superpowers. And it turns out, there, I guess there's just hundreds of people at this show. So it's like the whole town. Yeah, it's, it's it has, like every episode, I feel like they reveal a new yeah. mutant of some sort. Yeah, because there's too many of them. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah. And it's like a, like a downtown area, I guess, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fucking, oh. Sure. Very multi-ethnic. Uh, yeah, these yeah. Gangs. Yeah, the, there was clearly something they were going for. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but his power is he has control over electricity. Right. He can shoot electricity from his hands, like, use it to kind of, like, like, some... like a living electromagnet control metal and make it fly around. Right. There's some weird, like, like he can listen in on radio signals and stuff. There's, like, some weird... They got kind of creative iffy, with what like... electricity can be. Yeah, the... yeah. He's like he's you can't get wet. I think that like fries him or something. I remember. Oh, did, I don't remember that. I believe so. There's didn't come up in these episodes. Not really. No, in like the tr- in the like intro thing though. There's like this like shoot water at him and he keeps like deflecting it with this like disc he flies around on. You yeah, know? he's. I think he started off flying around on a manhole cover. That sounds right. To and me. at some point he engineered like a disc that he it kind of folds up and you can put it in his jacket. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't have to keep, you know, just making a hassle for the city manager. Just yeah. another manhole cover stolen. I always thought that Static Shock was created for this show. And mm-hmm. it turns out that's not true. He, no. That comic had existed for like 10 years and it was very unpopular. <laughs> and I think it had cool. like gone out of print. And they were like looking around for like, what can we make another TV show out of than that? Uh, they set it on this. Yes, they said this will be cheap. Yeah, there's a very similar character called Black Lightning, who I oh. thought this was supposed to be like, like a takeoff. directly based off of or something. Yeah, and it was yeah. just like a teenage version of that character. But nope, yeah. this was an existing character. A separate teen, a teen 
thing. You can see whenever it's just like a teen version of another hero, you, yeah. you can see the the strings somewhere. He's, there's a lot of comparisons uh, to Spider-Man. He's a very similar character. Kind of yeah, he's it, kind of like a nerdy like high school kid who requires superpowers. Typical and, high school problems as he also fights yeah. supervillains. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's kind of quippy. Yeah, he's a little bit he's a little bit of a snark, a little bit of a little bit of a fucking mouth and offer. Yeah. Um, so this is part of the DC animated universe. Uh, so there's a bunch of crossover with uh, the shows that are Batman the Animated Series, uh, New Adventures of Batman. There's two Batman shows that have very similar names that were produced like 30 years apart. Right. I think it's New Adventures of Batman. New Batman Adventures is the the earlier one. Right. Uh, uh, Superman, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Batman Beyond, and the Zeta Project. What was the Zeta Project? It was a spinoff of uh, Batman Beyond with like uh-huh. a killer robot who wants to stop killing. We did it on the show last week. You weren't, you weren't here. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Was it good? Uh, not great. All right. The, the Batman Beyond episode where it... They, put the idea forward originally that was really good okay the the show itself not great yeah the kind of kind of one note like they really just neutered the character and it made yeah. it like way safer and less interesting Boom. yeah but this show uh part of the the dc animated universe so uh batman can can pop up and he seemed to pop up on like the season premiere yeah every every season yeah we got him season. we watched season two and season three's yeah. Opening episode. And, and I think season both. four was when he goes into the future and he meets Batman Beyond. Right. You can see they pretty rapidly approach their shark jump. Yeah. In the show. Four seasons. Season four. four seasons. The future. We're in the future now. Yeah. Four seasons, like 50 episodes, something like that. 52. Okay. Uh, cast was uh, uh, Phil Lamar, who he was on Mad TV really early on. He was in Pulp Fiction. Oh, who is he? Pulp Fiction. He, he is like a really small role. He's the guy who uh, who gets his head blown off, and they have to clean in up the back seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, that's yeah. great. Yeah, and uh, he also played Hermes on Futurama. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I like, I like this guy. Yeah, he plays Static. Nice. And then Static's uh, best friend is played by Jason Marsden, who is just like a voice actor. He's done. Is he related to James Marsden? I don't think so. No? That'd be a pretty huge drop-off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's he's just done everything. He's been like a working voice actor for 25 years. He did a lot of the voices for Skyrim, which we talked oh. about Yeah. off mic. Uh, Starcraft 2 and Diablo 3. Nice. Garfield's Pet Force. Oh, no way! Garfield gets real. What? Kim Possible. I was gonna say, is he the fucking blonde friend? Because the character design's like identical, but different style no but that character was played by will friedel who played batman beyond wow yeah all right we're crossing we're crossing shows here yeah uh he's just done a million different things like every every tv show the last 25 years invader zim uh legend of tarzan rugrats he's done spirited away he's in that oh wow a lot of things um so, anyways, let's get into the. Uh, did we talk about how you do? How you been? 
I'm doing all right. Um, So Danny and I go to uh, Mike most Thursdays at Alligator Lounge. Mm -hmm. And um, on the way home from that, I was coming up to like an intersection, like a four lane, like kind of downtown Brooklyn intersection that I know has a pretty long light. I've been there a few times. And it was like counting down from five. Mm -hmm. So I took off running to get across this street. There was like a bunch of cars parked, you know, waiting for the light, not parked, stopped waiting for the light to turn. And I did not notice that there was a small median in the middle of the street. Oh, and sure. I ate shit. I noticed your knees My very, knees very fucked up. up. Yeah, it's all cut. I was wearing jeans, and this like it Ooh. put a huge hole in my jeans. I, I felt like, you know when someone steps on a rake and it just pops up real quick? Yeah, it yeah. looked like a reverse video of that. I just fucking, <laughs> bam, like down hard Ooh. in the middle of traffic. People pointing and laughing at me. <laughs> I get... I got across the street to go into the subway station, and um, I realized that there was one on the other side of the street, too, and that was the direction I needed to be going. So so I had to come back up and wait for the light to turn again anyways. Had you already swiped yourself in at this point, or did you realize? No, no. Thankfully, I was like, oh... Oh, that's that's the it. most embarrassing feeling when you swipe yourself in. Like, you gotta wait fifteen minutes. Yeah, so. I think gotta wait fifteen minutes, or do I pay the two fifty? Is it how quickly do I need to? Yeah, oh, that was that was brutal. So I put a big ass hole in my jeans and my oh, fucking. Fuck. I've got like scrapes down my leg. There's like I scraped my hip somehow. Ooh. It was like a nice. It's a good classic fall. Shit. You know, it feels good to just be that thing that people see. You know, you just witness things in New York City. Yeah. And usually they're not happening to you. I saw this guy on the train the other day that was one of the most bizarre people I've seen. He was um, this young black guy. Look, he was very good shape, like excellent pot. He looked right. like like he's probably some kind of dancer or something. He was kind of flying a, on a manhole cover? Yes, exactly. He was shooting electricity. Oh, I see why he wanted to do static shock this yeah. week. <laughs> uh, no, he had like really excellent, like super straight posture. Right. And had like almost like a unitard kind of thing, maybe some sort of dancer. Dancer or something, right. Yeah. Um, and he seemed like he was schizophrenic and maybe autistic at the same time. Oh. And um, he had his, his phone out, and he kept talking to it, but we were, like, underground. Like, so there's no way he was getting, like, a signal and, like, getting responses to these things. He kept talking to his phone, like, asking Siri things. But uh, and it was, like, way too fast. Like, there's no way Siri gave him any kind of response right. that quickly anyway. But he was just, like, and he was saying it so loudly. Like, he, everyone could hear this so clearly. He's just like, Siri, look up schizoid personality disorder. Siri. Look up bipolar personality disorder. Siri, look up blah, blah, blah. Siri, look up this. It was like a whole like, mental disorders and stuff. He oh, wow. kept telling him to look it up. And I think somebody looked over at him. He's like, Siri, look up that asshole looking over at me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre. Could it have been that he was like working on lines or something? Was there any sense that I that could have no been? Because it's like... I've seen actors do shit like that before, but he's wearing a unitard. And yeah. Just asking, did yeah, he have a nice phone? Uh, I, I don't, I didn't really get a look. It looked like a smartphone of some kind. Okay. But it was so, he, he was being so loud and so not subtle. It seemed almost like a performance. Like he, there's no way to not notice that this guy was doing this. Right, right. That's, 
Yeah, that's very strange. Yeah. Did you just get off the train eventually, or like? Uh, I think I got off. Before you got off the train. Yeah. That's the type, yeah, that's the type of shit I always wanna. I kind of want to see played out, but I don't want to continue to be around for too long. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's just that sense that it's not gonna end super well. There's another thing that I kind of had that um, where I got on and this woman was um, begging for for um, not not even money. She she wanted there's some kind of like artistic project that she had and she's like trying to recruit like a cameraman from the audience or not from the audience from the, the from the train oh. and was like trying to pitch this and like please somebody I need somebody to work on this and film this for me if you and she made this like weird pitch to like if you don't want to like a credit on it it's fine just just do this for me just do it for me it's like that. That's kind of the opposite of how I would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I will give you a credit if you want. Right. Like I, I would. You know what I mean? Like Just offer something to do, them. Do not... this thing for nothing for this stranger. Like, you're not like a, a friend or family member. I'm willing to help out just to to help out. Yeah, that's bizarre. And then she went to like the next train car and did that and. I, I got off my stop and I saw her pitching it to them and I kind of stuck around it to watch until like the train pulled away. Right. So I wanted to see what this project was, but I couldn't get like, a good she sense of it. She wasn't, shockingly, wasn't pitching too coherently. No. no. A big picture of this thing. Yeah. She's like, you have a camera. I want you to use it. Yeah. Okay. You get it? <laughs> you, you don't have to take a credit on this. You can just. just if you want to pay me. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Your money, if you insist, <laughs> stranger. Please yeah. on the A train. Uh, also, this week I uh, we didn't have a podcast last week. Right. I was busy. My uh, uh, my girlfriend Carolyn moved in. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. There's a cat wandering around here now. Yeah. He's hiding in the bookcase over here. He's chilling in the corner. His, yeah. His name's Stalin. Yeah. And me and him. Our comrades. <laughs> He's a cool cat. I like yeah. this cat. He's a sweet cat. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Static Shark, let's get this down. Right. We got to get get started. I got another podcast I'm doing immediately following mm-hmm. this uh, with... <laughs> I have you on every no, week. No, no. It's fine. I'm, my girlfriend's out of town. I'll go home alone. My apartment alone. Do you want to watch Bad Pussy again? No. <laughs> Because you're talking about Bad Pussy again. I don't again. at all want to talk about that. <laughs> sounds, that was one of the worst experiences of my life. It was like 20 minutes were so much fun. And then after that, it just felt dirty. Horrific. It's too much. Horrific. It's too really much. upsetting. Enjoyed t- talking about it again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the first episode we watched, season two, episode one, The Big Leagues. And uh, we have this whole uh, uh, opening sequence where it's kind of a rappy thing. It, it right. felt... We, we talked to open mic. It felt like they were trying way too hard. Yeah, it was very, you know, it was like of the time. Yeah. Just kind of, <laughs> static shock. Static shock. <laughs> Electricity. <laughs> like, fucking very literally saying things that have happened and will happen in the show. Yeah. And it's uh, like static kind of uh, getting ready for school. And then he's got to fight some bad guys. And he's late for, for school. And I, I wrote down that um, it was... When the bell rings, he's standing outside this like gigantic digital clock. Yeah, and it's eight twenty-eight. 
and the bell rings. <laughs> the school starts at 828. On the nose, yes. kids. God damn it, <laughs> Virgil. You're always 30 seconds late. <laughs> It's like in the room when his alarm clock goes off at like 9.27. Right, it was Who weird. Who sets their alarm for that time? I've got a couple that are like that where I just kind of like flip to it and I was like, close enough, yeah. save, whatever. Yeah. I'll just, that's fine. Uh, so it starts off with this this weird looking guy. who's looks kind of like Joe Camel, if Joe Camel were a person. Yeah, I thought he was, I couldn't remember what animal he was like mixed I, th- I thought he was like a donkey kid. He looks way more like a donkey or some kind of horse-like. Yeah, but apparently it's ferret. I don't yeah. know why he's got that fucking honking yeah, schnoz on Yeah, it's not what ferrets look like. Not at all, no. Yeah, it's it a looks very like, long face. Yeah, it looks like a like some sort of translation issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it sounds like his superpower is that he has like an amazing sense of smell. Yeah. Which I don't associate with ferrets. No, I don't. I mean, I'm sure they've got good ones or whatever, but you could pick a better animal he for that. He looks way more like a bloodhound or something. Yeah, that'd make more sense. Which are known for their sense of smell. Yeah, totally. And he's, he, I don't know, he like runs kind of horse-like too. Yeah, he he's runs like on like all fours. It's like ferrets do too, but he, he doesn't have to move like a rat or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very odd. And he's just doing some petty shit, you know? He's just like literally stealing apples. They're he's like, a, like farmer's a farmer's market. market. Yeah. He's doing blintzes. Another instance of like, I would just let that shit ride. Yeah. If I'm a superhero, I'm just, he caused way more damage than those apples are worth. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. It, there's there's got to be better crap you can be enforcing. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So uh, Joe Campbell's stealing these blintzes. That shows up and chase him into an alley. And then a manhole opens up. And all these creepy gray balloons with like smiles on them appear. Right. And, and blow up. And in the confusion, this... Hook kind of reaches up out of the, the manhole and grabs Ferret and pulls right. him in. Well, Static Shock is launched into a dumpster. Yeah. By that, the like, closes balloons. on top of him. I really like the creepy balloons. That, that was, was cool. Those worked for me. That was a nice little... And it was like... You know, you're like, ooh, that's gotta be the Joker. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, this is what's gonna happen. It was such a... It was almost like uh, like Stephen King's It. Like, coming out of the, the sewers. And, right, right, right. And it was kind of implying that's the Joker, but you don't actually see him. Yeah, it's like a, it leaves you hanging for a little bit, you know. And like, so, like, Static isn't sure what's going on. Right. And so it's, like, fucking, it's kind of open, you know, you, we got a little bit of the character's confusion because he hasn't met the Joker before. What did you think of this hook that grabbed Ferret? I, honestly, I didn't, like, key in on that when I watched it. I didn't, like, think too much of it. I felt so weird and so forced to me. Was it like a fucking Night at the Apollo That's exactly what thing? they... I think that was exactly what they were going for. Right, right. But that feels like a reference that I, I don't... I can't imagine kids getting. Yeah, I mean, maybe like from like Looney Tunes shit, you know? Like, yeah, maybe. But, yeah, not directly or it like... It just did not feel like the Joker. It felt like he should have just grabbed him. Yeah, or like one of the goons could have grabbed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the Joker probably wouldn't be the guy that exact, directly yanks this If you just away. see, like, the Joker's white hand reach out and grab him, that, that would have been still kind of subtle, and you don't see his face yet. Right. I, I think that would have worked so much better for him. Yeah, or just, you know, have him just yanked off screen. You don't even need to see that just fucking, yeah, walk, don't like, see down anything. into yeah. the fucking That's sewers. Like, what is, don't, yeah. don't see anything. You just, you yeah. cut to, like, static, and when it cuts back, like, the uh, gone. ferret's gone. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, it's even more mysterious. Like, what happened? Where'd he go? Yeah. Where's this uh, ferret boy with his apples? Yeah. Where? <laughs> so a bunch of bang babies uh, 
which are the, I think, did we say that on Mike? They're the, the mutants, they're, they're called Bang Babies because the Big Bang was the explosion. Right, I think I think so. Yeah, and like, if you watch the show before, like, you can't, you know, they're like the cast yeah, of like, like regular, regular, regular running people. around thugs. Bang Babies sounds so dirty. It really it doesn't is, sound great. It sounds so creepy. Just, yeah, like a, like, Pornhub went too far. Yeah. Into bang, like, it's a pedophile version next of Bang Bus. Bang Babies. Yeah. Nine months after Bang Bus and some of the Bang Babies. They really could have done with a couple rewrites yeah. before they started the show. You know, uh, they're down there like, what did they... They're kind of interrogating Ferret. And right. Joker shows up and he says, call me Uncle Jay. Everyone does. I wrote down that nobody calls him that. No one yeah. <laughs> no has ever called him Uncle Jay. That is, that is not a thing. Fucking! I remember the the Joker says like the heat is on or something. Yeah. And uh, the the fire guy says like this guy kills me. Then another one says only if you don't do what he says. And as isn't that kind of just still the worst way to be? Yeah. He says it like well it's just fine just yeah. do whatever he says forever and he'll <laughs> he won't kill you. Right. right. So, That's reasonable. Yeah. Just go along with it. Don't be weird about this. Yeah. The Joker is harmless unless you don't go along with every one of his crazy demands. Your whole life is now decided. Yes. Isn't that a relief? Right. You don't have to make any more major, oh, do I go back to school? No. Yeah. No, you don't. Because the Joker doesn't want you to. There's something kind of comforting about that. <laughs> I can kind of see that being... Yeah, you know? You got an uncle now? Yeah. Involved. I've, I've got a friend who... Uh, <coughs> Has, well, I've got many friends like this, but one in particular who has just no ambition at all in life. And they're still working the same shitty job that they worked in high school. Right. They never went to college. Uh, just all their, their time after work is just like video games and Warhammer and stuff. And there's apartments like, wow, that seemed nice. It, it is kind of like, if you live in the right part of the country, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can carve out a weird little happy existence yeah. doing basically nothing. Like, just work a regular ass. No something. stress. Just chase pleasure and avoid pain like, yeah. a, like a rat with money. He's not making a lot of money, but he's making enough to get by. He yeah. still lives at his mom's mom place, but his mom is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Doesn't really bug him. Yeah. He should move to, like, Montana or some shit, you know? Like, anyone could afford to live in Montana. Mm -hmm. Just get your own place and fucking, yeah. It's, it's a weird, happy little life, you know? Yeah. We gotta record podcasts and yeah. <laughs> go to open mics. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of work involved. That sounds like it's such bullshit. Like, we gotta record podcasts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But there, there is, like... It, it's when you put it like that it sounds like but, but it is something where it, there's a lot of my life it's like oh god when am I gonna find time to watch this new Batman movie I gotta yeah. get this done and you need to find like schedule an this. hour plus a week to watch something yeah. and then to go try to be funny for a while yeah. and like and we, we always do this at my house and now with Carolyn moving here I'm like What's she going to do while re recording this? Right, right. And she's... she's well, uh, she'll do what she's told. Yeah, exactly. Be quiet. Yes. Stay in your room. Yeah. Take your cat and be quiet. Oh, she's actually here with us right now. She's, she's, <laughs> she's just sitting over in the corner. Here she is. Yeah. No, oh, Carolyn, I didn't say talk. I did not. That is not permission for you to talk. Stay it's, off mic. It's a men's podcast about Batman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This men's podcast. 
But yeah, I mean, to have the freedom of just like, I'm off work, and yeah. now I'm going to jerk off and play video games until I'm tired. And I'm constantly just worried, am I doing enough mics? And, I, and like, all of Facebook is just, every time I see another comedian has gotten a show, I'm like, why didn't I get that show? I'm like, yeah, why am I not doing that? There's a, What are they doing that I'm not doing? There's a question of, like, am I doing enough? Is this all going to pay off? Because it uh, does it a lot of the time for people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they can all just go in the hole and then... I, I got so... I, for like a full day, I was just like ruined because I saw on Facebook like a, a comedian who, I don't even remember who this was, but it was someone who I considered to be much less funny than me. Right. They got on this festival. Yeah. And I'm not on this festival. I was just like destroyed. And then I was talking with Carolyn about it. And she's like, well, did you apply to that festival? I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't think I did. Oh, yeah. I she guess, did. yeah. I guess that's why I'm not in that festival. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's some shit. I mean, I'm not proactive enough either. I get that. That's kind of why I don't ever go on Facebook or anything. Like, yeah. I don't want to just. I don't need to see what other people are doing. Yeah. I didn't. I don't even know how to apply to these fucking things. I'm just, yeah. We talked about this the other day. I do not go out of my way to. Yeah. To gain anything that I want. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about some show that like a friend of ours runs, and he was like, "You should ask me to do it." I was like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, I'll just not." You're like, I really want to see him. I'm like, oh yeah, you should uh, see him and like ask him to be on the show. Like, no, I just want to apologize for for showing up the last show and not staying around long enough. Yeah, I had to like leave in the middle because I thought I'd be able to make to, to like, stay for the whole show. But then uh, it started a little late, and I was going to dinner with my girlfriend Megan's brother. It was his birthday, so yeah. we had this thing planned, and I just wanted to be like, hey, I, did, I just wanted to let you know I didn't walk because I hate you. <laughs> like I had to, I had to schedule. I had a hard out. No, and nobody, everyone's fine. L- yeah, lots of people left care. before the end of that show. No, I'm sure. But I just, I felt weird about it, and I wanted to say sorry and not gain anything. Just <laughs> Speaking of saying sorry and not gaining anything, uh, Fair won't join up with the Joker. True. Yeah. Uh, that's a transition that makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Fair won't join, so the Joker gasses him, and then Static is just watching the news... Laughing gases him, not yeah, like a like Joker thing. Yeah, <laughs> like it's very. I mean, it, I guess in in this because the kid show it doesn't kill him, but in the right. comics it, it's it generally fatal. probably would have. Yeah, I assumed at first it was gonna kill him. Yeah, does they even make it sound like he does he kill someone else after I don't that? Think does someone so. stand up to him because the the other ones they do have that line, like this guy kills only if he doesn't do what he said that thing we were yeah. talking about earlier. But it, it seems at first like they are implying he's going to die. But, but yeah. later they explicitly state that he's not. Right. They like hit him with the serum or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Stag is watching TV and um, he he's figured out that Ferret has like escaped and it's something to do with the balloons. He's not hasn't put together that's the Joker. Yeah. They have this line that really made me laugh where he's just really contemplating this and really not understanding. He's like, it doesn't make any sense. Why would anyone help Ferret? <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy uh, fucking sucks. He's such an asshole. He's I can't understand why would somebody... Why, why would that... It's why? not even like they would get a take. Like, yeah. would they want a pair? What <laughs> kind of stupid crime is that <laughs> to aid in a vet? Yeah. It's a terrible crime. Um, so... So the Joker and the Bang Babies, they steal a fire truck yeah. to rob a bank? Yeah, I here's where I think the like he's um, 
he has trouble with water thing. I think they got the fire truck so they could shoot water oh, at maybe Static Shock. That's because it made no sense. I they liked did it. Not touch on why at I all. Liked otherwise. it, but I didn't understand. Yeah, you were like, but why? I liked seeing the Joker dressed as a fireman. That was cool. Something about that just tickled me. Yeah, that was cool. And like when when they steal it, um, the the kid that can shoot fire, like. Another person, another, like, Bang Baby makes some loud noise. He's like, loud noises get on my nerves! Yeah. And the, the Bigfoot Jamaican guy's like, everything gets on your nerves. And the fire guy's like, I have issues! <laughs> <laughs> he just says, I'm mentally ill, okay? <laughs> just let it grow. We all know I'm angry. Just give me some space. <laughs> There's this uh, comedian um, on in DC, and um, he is an autistic guy. Uh, I, I don't know how what, what level of I, I think it's like Asperger's kind of autism, okay. but he's like, he's not a guy I know personally. It's just a guy I, right. I've heard about, and he consistently keeps pissing people off. And there's like huge things on Facebook where people call him out for this or that. Yeah, and then. He's always in the wrong, so everyone like always piles on him, <laughs> and then his reaction is just to roast everybody, which are they're not roast, they're just like insults. He's just, uh, <laughs> just like being mean to people, <laughs> and then when people call him, I say, like, "I'm autistic." <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch, Randy. Yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. You can't do that, alright? Everyone's got their baggage. The the roasts are not funny, just like really mean. Just well, you're you're overweight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just, you don't even have the how fat is he part in yeah. front. You just call him fat. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. It's just like calling out this one guy for being an alcoholic. Oh Jesus. And it's like Yeah, he literally is an alcoholic. he's in AA. This was not clever. Yeah, it's not it's exclusively it's, cruel. It's not like this guy like, oh he's drinks all the time. No, he literally is an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's acknowledged that he's an alcoholic. Yeah, he's taking know. steps to fix the problem. Yeah. Which yeah. is much more than we can say for you. Right. You son of a bitch. Yeah, you haven't t- taken steps to fix your autism. <laughs> <laughs> Go to AA. Okay, autism anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That is the worst kind of, like, when, when someone is a dick, but there's something going on that you're like, am I allowed to even say that they're being a dick right now? Yeah. And so that... I think with... I don't know. I, I, I think, uh... Autism is such a... Because uh, uh, if you have Asperger's, you're, you're still, like, a person. It doesn't it's give like you the right to... It's like high-functioning, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's not like you're... you're mentally disabled and you have no idea what you're doing right you don't have as much of a social filter but when people tell you like hey that's a rude thing to say like you you should you you can make a mistake yeah once that's one thing but if you keep fucking up and then just lashing out when people tell you you fucked up yeah just being an ass and just digging yourself deep for people like hey you were really rude like no fuck you you're fat yeah it's, it's like yeah you, you just—I'm right. Then you are rude. <laughs> yeah. You certainly rude. It's not, if you didn't even say it ver- verbally. It's on the internet forever now. Yeah. This isn't like a, an issue with not understanding body language. You just call me fat. Yeah. That... <laughs> oh god. 
so they, they rob a bank, and uh, the fire guy is just so many puns about like everything he says. He's just like, "You're really burning me up, man." Yeah, I'm kind of a hothead. He's like his hair is literally like red and spiked up. With, yeah, like orange streaks in it because you know character design. Uh, so the the Joker and the the bank babies they fight Static and spray him with some water. Right. And he tries to stop them. They fail. They they escape. But he, uh, he in the fire truck he finds uh, Ferret tied up. And he's just laughing maniacally. And there's a tag that says "Missing You," which feels like it should have been more meaningful than it is. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. When you see it. Yeah. It doesn't like even and it, Static Shock's like what? Yeah. And then as I'm thinking about it, like it the the longer the episode goes, like, the less that makes sense. Like, the more that is revealed, the less it Right, because when, when Batman does show up, he's like, ah, the Joker, he must have, you know, needed an enemy up to his caliber. When, yeah. Then when the Joker finds out that Batman's around, he's like, motherfucker! No, how did, how did me this down happen? Oh. I thought I was getting away from him. God damn it. Yeah. I left that for my old friend Daryl. <laughs> he's a private eye, and I figured he'd stop by at a crime scene. I left that for Static to this, find? This kid I do I, not at all know. Yeah. Uh, so then, um, uh, at the hospital, uh, Static brings, uh, brings Fair to the hospital, and then, uh, Batman and Robin show up. Yeah, and St- I don't know why Static sneaks into the hospital in costume. It doesn't... Yeah, he would have shown up. Yeah, it's just, just fucking roll in, dude. Yeah. What's the, what's the big deal? Batman gives Ferret a, a shot to stop him from laughing, and then, um, they... Batman is such a dick. <laughs> this is Static. Huge dick, yeah. Static's like, oh, can I help you? And Batman's like, probably not. Yeah, he just like jumps out the window. Yeah. And Robin's like, he's like that. Yeah. He's he, apologizing. He didn't say no. Yeah. Robin's like a like a battered wife. He's yeah. just like, oh, sometimes he, you know, is violent and mean, but he loves me. Does Batman have Asperger's, do you think? That would that... not be shocking. Yeah. He is very socially... He's, not tr- it did like there's been a theme in a lot of the other Batman stuff we've watched though is like him not trusting his sidekicks and yeah. stuff. It was kind of true to the character, but <laughs> he's heavily influenced by Sherlock Holmes, who was based on a real person with Asperger's. Oh, that's all right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a uh, we got one string attached to the Batman autism yeah. theory here. I mean, he's socially inept, but like super good at like spotting clues and yeah. like focusing in on details of. Objects and got very specific interests and very passions and hyper focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all. That all fits the bill. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're going in there like investigating in the sewers, and uh, Static's dad beeps him. Yeah. This is this has to be like beeper. Yeah. Right at the end of where beepers were a thing. That yeah. Those. Th- what a brief time. This is like two... This show premiered in 2000, I think. So this is probably 2001 now. Right. This had to be... This had to be getting to be outdated already. Yeah, there were definitely people, I think, who had moved past beepers. Yeah. I don't think it was like everywhere, but yeah. I remember my dad having a beeper and like trying to pitch it to me as like, oh, this is such a cool thing and look how useful this is. I'm like, I don't... 
Why can't you just use a phone? And I still don't really understand what Beeper does. I don't totally does understand it just, it either. Does it just buzz? Like, hey, someone it, wants to talk. Is it like a Facebook poke? It's like, yo. I think it like displays like a message or like a number. Okay. So like somebody, like you call the number, then you hit pound or something, then you type in your number. And so like, oh, somebody's calling me. I, I will, uh, I have to get to a payphone and call them back at that number. Right. Which is, I mean, I guess it's something, you know, it sounds insane based on how easy everything is now, but yeah, I mean, I guess it was like, if someone wasn't at home or at work, like they might as well not fucking exist back yeah. then. Cause, I mean, how are you possibly going to figure out where anyone is? My old boss, uh, used to, to tell us about how he got, uh, a cell phone, like, like pretty early on into like in the 90s when they were still like giant and oh, yeah, those, the, the batteries like they were a murder weapon yeah <laughs> and the batteries course. didn't last at all right. and you had to fucking pour gasoline in and rev it up yeah like a dirt bike <laughs> so they all he and his friends all had like pagers and cell phones and they would page each other to like let let you know like hey call me i'm gonna turn my cell phone on so give me a call <laughs> and it was like a revelation like wait we can just leave our cell phones on and just skip the pager Whoa. and just call each other <laughs> it was like a huge deal when they figured so, that out all right here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna write you a letter okay you take that letter and transcribe it into an email yeah which you'll then send to me like my mom used why to do, do that you do the letter part all the time she'd like send me a text like hey i sent you an email <laughs> like, yeah i got, got it all right, cool. Why didn't you text me with email? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, stacks that beeps and Robin pulls out this cell phone like it's like this fantastic futuristic device. Right. And they uh, they wade through the, the sewers looking for clues. Uh, they get out and Batman uh, throws in this, this communicator thing that's shaped like a bat. And then he, he dips in the, the bat plane. So he's... Basically, if static, if anything shows up, or we're going to meet up, like, tomorrow, but if anything, you find anything... Hit the bat signal. Hit the bat signal, I guess. It's okay. not yeah. clear what kind of communicator, yeah. how this would work. Uh, so static gets led into a trap, uh, but the, the the gizmo has fallen out of his pocket, so he just, like, makes a bat signal in the sky out of electricity. Yeah, which I thought was kind of a violation of, like, the Chekhov's gun thing. Yeah. You know, like, why... I mean, I guess it's kind of neat to have him make, like, an electric bat signal, but why even give him the communicator in the first place? You could just have him do that without losing the thing first. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just that it, it, they give it to him, and then the next scene, it's like, oh, I must have dropped it somewhere. Yeah, they don't even show, they don't show him losing it. It would have been one thing if they showed him in some foolhardy manner, losing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or doing something childish that caused him to lose it. Like, one of the Jokers or the Bang Babies had found it. Sure. And, like, used it to, like, lure Batman into a trap. Yeah. All better things that would have made sense. Yeah. Instead of this just absolute, like, no reason negation to of it existing in the first place. Uh, so Static wants to... Or he, he waits outside this tunnel while uh, Batman and Robin walk into what is just clearly an ambush. Yeah, clearly, obviously. And uh, they get jumped by all the Bang Babies and the Joker, and Batman and Robin get tied up, and the, the villains drive off. And they, before they, they drive off, they uh, like blow up the tunnel, trapping Static inside. And uh, he just escapes immediately. It takes no yeah, effort. Yeah, it's no effort. It's another, like, well, why even? Yeah. Just, why, don't do that. But. Uh, he gets into the Batplane, 
and he tried, oh, I guess this is the reason why they had the communicator. It's not a great reason, but it's, his logic is like they, um, if there's like a radio signal that is going out, there must be a way to track it. Right, right, yeah. So he gets He has his smart friend do it, right? Yeah. Is that what happens? Does the computer kid find it? I don't remember this part too well. Uh, he just gets into the bat plane, which is kind of hovering up in the clouds. Oh, yeah, he just flies like above the cloud level and yeah. sees it. That's right. And the bat plane opens like way too easily. Yeah, just, I mean, I guess there aren't too many people that can get up there to get to it, but I mean, yeah, it's, it feels like it should have some keys. I feel <laughs> like it would be harder to get into a regular plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like he sure. just like touches it and it just slides just open. Slides right open yeah. like a fucking Walmart door. It's harder to get into a car. Yeah, way harder. I've been locked out of my own car before. Yeah. You know, fucking forget some four billion dollar super jet. Yeah. Even if it's unlocked, you still have like a handle you gotta pull. This he yeah. just touches the side and it opens up. Sits right down, it's like, yeah, whatever. Fucking and he, he gets into it, and they're trying to, to figure out how to operate the plane. And there's like a million buttons everywhere. And then his smart friends just got like, they're over the walkie talkies, and it's just like, computer, engage. Yeah. And just doing like a Star Trek thing. Yeah, dude. And yeah. that works. <laughs> and it just activates it, yeah. yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. I it like was kind that. of fun. Yeah. Uh, so Batman and Robin are, uh, are tied up with uh, their utility belts have been removed, and the Joker. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I, here's my problem with this scene. Yeah. Their pants should have fallen down. <laughs> you think the utility belts are functioning I as belts? That, I think they're mostly to keep their pants up. And the fact that there are neat gadgets in there is just handy. I, I think they're wearing spandex. I think it's uh, pretty <clears throat> form-fitting. That's fine. I wanted to see some bat butt. <laughs> <laughs> right, a little something for the ladies. Go back and watch uh, Batman and Robin. You, there's there plenty of bat butt in that. Bat, that's true. That was very true. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of close-ups of George Clooney's butt. And nipples and, and yeah. hands. And too. crotch. <laughs> it was all immediately very sexual. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Joker's videotaping them. And he's done this weird thing. He's like modified the fire truck. Is it a fire truck? Is yeah. But he... Maybe they stole multiple fire trucks before because he left the one fire I truck at the scene. stole two. Okay. I think. So he's modified it so it has, like, his face on the front of it. Yeah, he seems to always, in some way, modify shit that vehicles yeah. that he had. Almost reminiscent of, like, the old 50s, 60s Batman, where it has, like, a kind of a modified Batman face on the front of the Batmobile. Right. Um, or, like, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, it's actually much closer to Thomas <laughs> the Tank Engine. It looks much more like that. And it also is modified to be kind of a... It, it's working like a catapult, like the ladder is yeah. catapulting these spiked steel like balls. ball type things. Yeah. And uh, Batman and Robin are, are hanging from the ceiling, and next to them is just hanging a car. Yeah, to show the what it's capable of. Yeah. It just fires one of those balls through the car, just rips it to shreds. Yeah. Like, annihilates it. And he's like, this, what, first the car, then the bat. Like, <laughs> how do they get the car up there? I don't know. It's not easy <laughs> It's a big thing to hang from the ceiling. That was a big motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I don't know. Superpowers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, the one guy's superpower is hanging cars. Yeah, yeah. Got Mr. Mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's like throwing flames and this guy's like, mm, looks like your tires need a line. 
I'll work on it while you out, go out and have fun. No, no, no. It's fine. I enjoy the work. So I, don't we're, worry We're talking about, about it a little bit. Next thing. There's a character not a million miles from that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, right as they're about to, to hit Robin uh, with the spike ball, Static shows up and stops it. Um, then he frees Batman Robin. Robin throws a bolo around the, the bird lady, uh, bang baby. Bird lady, bang baby. Bird lady, bang baby. Bird lady, bang buddy. Um, couldn't couldn't get it. Almost. Uh, Batman takes on Kangaroo Man and Flame Guy, yeah. who just explodes a fire extinguisher, and that just is he's done. That was a weird like wet like Batman's just dodging his fireballs basically, mm-hmm. and he like happens to be in front of a fire extinguisher that yeah. gets hit by the fire and then like explodes and puts him out. It felt very video gamey. It did. It felt, but in like a weird way, because it would have made more sense if Batman like threw it at him. But yeah. It kind of like ricochet. It felt like him. almost like an accident. It so. did. It felt. It didn't feel like Batman did it on purpose. Yeah. So Joker uh, drives his car at, at Batman, but Static saves him at the last second, and then um, in the the car wreck, Joker like is reaching out his hand like, "Please, Batman, save me!" He's got a shock buzzer on yeah. his hand, and. Uh, he, a hand grabs him and Joker like tries to shock him, but it's static, and static just absorbs the electricity and is fine. And, yeah. and he shocks Joker back. Like, I gotcha! Haha! Haha! I'm electrocuting you. You're gonna die. <laughs> Enjoy this brain damage, asshole. Yeah, and jo- and Batman tells him not bad. And then um, it's just a little little scene where um, th- there's kind of a, a subplot that we didn't address for the whole time. Uh, Stag is very nervous about impressing Batman. And he's right, Batman keeps like, hey, fuck up, idiot. <laughs> Keep you around, I guess. But so at the end, uh, uh, Robin and Bat- Batman are getting into the Batplane, and um, Stag's like, hey, if you ever want to team up sometime, Robin's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Could, maybe, <laughs> probably not. Yeah, but, so yeah like, we should definitely grab drinks. You're like, yeah, sure, sometime. Yeah. Let's, what about next week? And that is, we'll plan. We'll, just, we'll, we'll do it at another time. We don't need to get into specifics. Let's just, I don't like to plan stuff. Yeah. Right. It, uh, maybe it'll happen. Maybe there'll there probably be a crime then. Yeah. I just imagine there'll be a crime, so I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then uh, Batman says something like, it's barely complimentary about just like, you guess you're not a total fucking loser. <laughs> and, and he flies off and Static's like, yeah! Nailed it! Yeah. <laughs> Very withholding, Mr. Bats. Yeah. So that was uh, Static Shock Season 2, Episode 1, right. The Big Leagues. Available anywhere you can pirate stuff. Do you want to talk about how we feel about the show? I guess we should finish both of them talk about the show yeah i guess it made more sense to do it as a whole yeah so season three episode one hard as nails the theme song changed for this. yeah they updated it it did yeah it was uh the intro video as well is altered i, I must have stopped watching around this time because i definitely remember the earlier theme song i don't remember this version of it i do remember that i remember it especially because the in this season um his like friend is now his sidekick. Yeah, he's got like a bunch of tech stuff. Yeah, he's he's also a superhero. It turned out he was like a bang baby too, and his superpowers but, like intelligence. Yeah, yeah, that's what's getting at the super mechanics that you can just build. Right. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I must have. I would have been like in high school at this point. Right. 
So I, I guess I was not watching anymore. Yeah, I, I caught a little bit of that. I, I, I do remember for sure, like, that, his, like, spider backpack thing and all yeah. that. But yeah, I, I barely registered that the theme song was different. I was just like, ooh, the white kid's got powers now. Yeah. That's me. I guess that's why they had to update the theme songs. It's like, he's now in a very different capacity. They had to acknowledge yeah. that he's a superhero, too. Yeah. Part of the uh, show. But not really in this episode. No, not really at all, yeah. yeah. Not, not even kind of, does he, I don't think he does anything super. No. I don't, I barely remember him doing anything other than playing basketball. So Static uh, poses dramatically on a rooftop and chases some girl. She shoots her, her fingernails at him and then it flashes back like a week later. I felt like that didn't add anything. It was a pointless flashback or like flat forward, flash forward, I guess. Yeah, I'm not even sure it really took place in the episode. It was just like, no, it really didn't come back to that. It kind of showed the chase and then flashed back, and then the rest of the episode just proceeded from the flashback on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It didn't really add... It, it felt like uh, it was so clear so quickly where it was going to go. Yeah, and we didn't like, need the extra. Yeah, there, there's no mystery about like who this girl is no, or anything. The, there's no... I wasn't, like, wondering, like, oh, how's it going to reach the, the, get to this point it was in the, the flash forward? Like, no, it was very clear. Yeah, basically, immediately, they reveal that she has superpowers. Yeah, she's a bang baby, just like every episode of the show. Yeah, it's That's, a pretty clear formula we've established. Yeah, yeah. I get it, I get yeah, it. Yeah, Because I'm an adult yes. watching this sh- kid's show, you asshole writers. <laughs> the static is playing basketball, and, uh... This, this girl, Allie, is walking by. She says, oh, no, not again. And there's something, there's like a, kind of a white streak on her forehead. Yeah. And she sure. does her makeup and tries to cover it up. And uh, his Static's uh, fat friend dunks the basketball and the, the backboard just like falls. Yeah. And falls right onto her. Yeah. And she's puts her arms up in the backboard, just shatters. Breaks all around her. Yeah. Which was, like, kind of cool. But everyone was, like, a little too okay with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were like, are you cool? And she was like, yeah, fuck off. And they were like, all right. You don't got to be rude, Miss Invincible. And they just move on. It's like, I guess we'll play half court now. They're also, like, so uh, nonchalant about the fact that this fat kid just, like, jumped into the air and just did, like, a Michael Jordan Yeah. Move. It was like a fucking 5'7 Shaq. Yeah. Which is insane. Was, yeah. Even when he went up to dunk it, I was like, that's stupid. And then yeah. he ripped the backboard off. I was like, it's steel. Yeah. It's like a, this is a fucking, like, like I'm, park. I'm not a basketball or, like, a sports fan in general, but even among, like, professional basketball players, like, slam dunking it isn't easy, right? Isn't no, that there's kind plenty of, of professional NBA players that do not really dunk. It's the kind of a big deal even for them when they do it. I mean, it's it's easy to do in a vacuum like that kid did for most of them, but, uh-huh. yeah, with defense, it's generally fairly rare. To but you got to be, like, really tall for that to be an option at all. I think the shortest dude that ever dunked it was, like, 5'3 in the NBA or oh, something. Shit. There's a dude named, um, what was it, Muggsy Bogues? Like, so I guess you don't got to be. Like, no, that's not it. There's another one. There was a very short dude that won the dunk contest. Spud Webb. Spud Webb was like fucking 5'4 oh, or something. How tall was a basketball hoop? Like 8 feet? 10. 10 feet. 10 feet, yeah. That's like the where the rim is or where the... That's high... where the rim is. I think the top of the backboard is 12 feet. That's a hell of a jump then if he's 5'3". Yeah, yeah. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. That's a 5 foot vertical leap. 
I mean, that's... I think he had pretty long arm. His standing arm oh, was yeah, probably like of course, like of course six arms. something, six five or something. Still, you know? that's a huge jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was pretty... It was, it was crazy. Dude, yeah. could really get up. But, I mean, he was a tiny guy. You know what I mean? It was so much less weight to elevate. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I can't... I have no sense of how high I can jump, but I, I feel like it's not very much. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a huge deal that he could dunk it. But, yeah, there's like there's like six-foot-plus dudes in the NBA who don't dunk. Yeah. So it's, it's, it is kind of cool. The, this kid dunking it was weird as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I've never Especially tried, but I assume I can't. I, I saw Static Shock's ID. He's 5'7". <laughs> and he was basically the same size as Static Shock. So that was like a 5'7 kid popping up and ripping the rim off. Yeah. You say I've seen Static Shock. I mean, like, that was like a... I think it was, was in the thing. intro or something. I paused this, it because I thought I saw episode. his height or something. He was in this was episode. 5'7". Yeah. yeah. It, it comes up later in the episode. Um, uh, so she... Uh, the backboard drops in her... Um, oh, and she drops like a, a whole bunch of maps when the backboard. Right, right, right. Yeah, she's scrambling to pick them up. It's that classic like high school moment thing where you yeah, drop you know, a in high school you're, and... you're, you're dropping, you're carrying your maps from yeah from map class. Yeah, to... and the nerd or a bully breaks your glasses and yeah. all your papers fly everywhere. Oh man, I used to hate my cartography class. And <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do with all these compasses? Yeah. I was always like, when are we going to use this in real life? Send me to the open sea. Yeah. We, uh, another trip to the zoo. <laughs> That's got to be like a thing that, is that still, it's got to be still a job, I guess. But there's the open sea. Yeah, the open sea. That's a job. Hanging out. No, cartographer. Like, everything's been kind of mapped up pretty well. I think, I think, I don't know if, uh, is cartography like making the maps or is it just navigating? I think it's making the maps. Making the map? Yeah, I doubt there's too much market for that anymore than like maybe in like the Amazon shit or something, but Yeah. Or maybe if you wanted like a really specific map that didn't right. already exist. Yeah, yeah. Or like like an updated map of like a town or a city. Yeah, you see dudes like measuring uh, like the like surveying longitude and latitude and shit. Yeah, even in New York sometimes, yeah. I read this thing there's this weird problem with um i forget what this problem is called and i don't know exactly how you would what the word would be for but like measuring like a coastline right like there's really no agreement on how to measure a coastline or how long a coastline is and it's because it's, it curves so much or like the tide changes and that no, affects it's because the... the the more detailed you want to get the longer it gets. Like, if you just did, like, a totally straight shot, right. you get one number. But if you're measuring really? in all the inlets and, and okay. curves, then it, it adds all this. And the more detailed you get, the more miles it adds to it. Right, and that would suggest that, like, some cove might be a lot, might be much longer than, like, the coast of fucking Florida yeah. or whatever. So the, the, actually, north to south, it's a lot less. So the length is kind of comes down to, like, how accurate do you want to be? Huh. And, I mean, in theory, you could get down to, like, the, the molecule, and it would end up, if you trace every molecule, it would add, like, another 100 miles and to this. And then you got to just do it again, because some fucking dog kicks the <laughs> sand around. It's like a Heisenberg thing where you changed it by measuring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's interesting. I think they shouldn't care. 
should care less about that. It really doesn't do anything that it doesn't help or hurt yeah, any I mean, creature on God's earth. <laughs> I don't think it, it makes that much difference practically. But it's kind I of do weird... like that there's you know some internet forum where it's like, you stupid asshole! All right, any cove greater than 25 feet should be measured. Because... It's, it's more like, like coastline. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just kind of a weird idea that the, the more accurate you want to be, the longer it gets. And there's no... Right right or wrong answer about like how long is this coast the, the guy who cares about it the most is wrong <laughs> that's i'm stepping in as an outside force to correct this stupid argument some of those people should be working on cancer a couple of them i should swap the cancer stuff the heisenberg thing just made me think of this i i feel like there's a joke in this but i i don't know how to make it work and i feel like this the audience for this is so specific that just there's I could never make this work on stage. Yeah, the audience is but, like Buster uh, Bluth. Yeah, but no, the, not not that. But this idea that I oh, had yeah. that um, uh, I just started working for this credit card processing place. Yeah, and um, so you know when you uh, when you check your credit score, the act of uh, checking it lowers your credit score. That's insane. Yeah, uh, but it's. Because uh, they're like, well, this person clearly has some sort of financial anxiety. I bet they're gonna fuck up. Like, I guess I don't thing. know what the logic for it is, but I know it, it happens. So it, it's like a, I feel like there's some kind of joke in there about like a Heisenberg credit score that you changed it by measuring it. Right. I would. Why don't we all just start checking our enemies' credit scores? <laughs> Can we do that? Is it that hard to get the credit score information? I feel like I could do it. I feel like you'd have to have like their social security number. Maybe I don't know some information. I've never know. checked my credit score. So How many enemies do you have? I you... can't reveal that on air, Danny. Okay, fair enough. They're my enemies, <laughs> and I want to I want to surprise them <laughs> when I finally strike down with my vengeance. I don't know if I have anyone who I would consider my enemy enough to like spend time <laughs> trying to take down their credit score. I there are people that I hate a lot. Um, I'm also lazy, though. So I think mostly I don't commit heinous acts of vengeance just because, like, I've got a nice desktop in my house. You know I feel like I mean? most of the people I hate, I end up eventually realizing I'm wrong and they're actually great. A lot of my, the people I really hated the first time I met them, especially with comics, like a lot of comics I despise the first time I meet them and then right. as they get to know them I get more comfortable like oh no I'm just jealous they're actually incredibly uh, funny and I felt threatened they're a wonderful person I don't I generally like people off the bat so mm -hmm. it takes some doing for to really achieve scorn from me but I do have a very high ceiling for scorn yeah you've the few times you told me you really disliked somebody, it was always like a surprise. Like, really? You dislike them? Yeah, I don't. I don't hate many people. I'm generally like, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Like that's my most of my thoughts on people. Yeah. But occasionally, someone just it's something will really piss me off, and then if they if it doesn't change, I just hate yeah. Them. I'm thinking of I don't want to name names here, right. but there's one person in particular I remember it really irritated you i super hate that guy yeah yeah we both know exactly who we're talking uh -huh. about yeah uh and that was a really surprising moment for me because i don't think i'd ever heard you say that you hated anyone 
Yeah, no, I mean, I hate, like, politicians and stuff, but yeah, rarely is it, like, a personal a vendetta. Yeah. It's usually, like, something big picture. Hating a politician is totally different. So, I don't yeah, know. there's, like, a good reason to hate They, like, damage people's lives. And usually it's not even, it, it's more like I hate what they're doing and their policies. Like, I don't have strong feelings about their personal, their personalities most of the time. See, I, not their personalities, but I think that the things that they do and support reflect such a negative um, brain on the, that I like. I, I, I would cheer if I saw Paul Ryan ripped apart by lions. Like, if I could throw him into a gladiatorial arena yeah. and levy more and more threatening beasts <laughs> against him, I would. I want to know what how big an animal it would take to bring him down. I kind of feel like that, but only because he's in a position of power right now if that were no longer the case like george bush i'm sure if i met him now he seems like he's very friendly and i'm he's probably very charming and i have a great time with him now that he has no ability to do anything i don't like that's kind of true i do feel less um i, I was also younger when george bush was around you know what i mean i had less of a mind for these types of things mm-hmm. so i don't think i have the resentment but like for, I one hundred percent did at the time. I was so anti George Bush at the time. Oh, I really didn't like. I was. I watched like The Daily Show and The Colbert Report and all that. Shit. I was very like. A, I cared about it, but yeah. it wasn't in the same way that I do now, where I'm like reading about things every day. Yeah. And just like refreshing my hatred. You know what I mean? It's I. Twitter is just a. a it's an app. It makes me angry. Yes. That's all. It's the only thing I use it for. It's just to be really mad online. I think when I was a teenager, I believed my, my politics, I, I were so much stronger, but like. Vaguer. Much vaguer. More yeah. vague. I yeah. was like, well, it's the Republicans are bad. And now yeah. I can more accurately explain why I think they're bastards. Yeah. But I don't feel as strongly because I guess because I see more shades of gray. A lot of things. It has been recently that I got much more um, virulent about all this shit. Like basically, when the election happened, before I was just—it was more vague. Still, I was like, things are basically fine. Things are generally becoming better, so yeah. it's fine, and I don't need to pay too much attention. But yeah. now, I like everything's rapidly becoming worse, and I need to know what's going on. Yeah, me too. Under Obama, there's a lot of things I, I felt like I didn't like about him. Right. Because I disagreed with him. And now I'm like, oh, those things didn't matter. Those None of those things were a big deal. Most of them were fine. Him setting up the, the way the drone strikes work now have enabled a whole level of terror for our extremely stupid commander-in-chief. Yeah. It would be very easy for him to just get a bunch of people killed. He already has done it a few times. And also, deportation became very much easier under Obama. And now yeah. kids are getting like ripped out of school and shit by ICE agents. And that's a part of Obama's legacy. Speaking of... Black people. <laughs> <laughs> this re- this really spiraled out of even being a comedy podcast. <laughs> uh, so where where are we? Um, the backboard falls near all the maps. Oh yeah, dunking. Uh, we, <laughs> that's that all started with. It was weird that that fat kid dunked so hard. <laughs> <laughs> the next day at school. Uh, someone has destroyed all the lockers except for Allie's locker. Yeah. This didn't really go anywhere. It didn't, it wasn't clear what happened, why this happened. Yeah, they were, like, they still acted like that was, it looked like a fucking bear broke in and destroyed the place. And they, 
they just, just like, oh, Allie did it. Because only her locker isn't messed up. So yeah. she, clearly she became a rhinoceros. <laughs> and fucked this. They don't even think she has superpowers yet. It's weird. I don't understand why she would even spare her own locker. It seems like an easy way to cover your ass. And not even covering your ass. Like, I don't... I've never felt, like, a lot of sentimental attachment to my locker. No. And if she's, like, ditching the school and running away, she's she's not coming back there. Yeah, just, I mean, take the shit. Just take go, it. if you're destroying it, why, why not go... Go buck wild, man. Yeah. Do good. Like, not good. Uh, so Static thinks that she's in Gotham, because apparently all the maps that she was carrying around were maps in Gotham. Right, and let's see, is it... Does Static find the emails, or was it... I... I think that was Batman. Batman, uh, okay. Or no, maybe maybe he does. I didn't write that part down. However they do it, they discover that she was, like, exchanging emails to meet up with someone in Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> Static Shock just says, someone asking a kid to meet up, to meet them over the internet is bad. <laughs> it was very, like, end of a special episode. Like, yeah. hey, kids, never meet anyone over the internet. Like, I feel like Static Shock in general did a good job of, like, compacting, like, big issues and putting them in a form kids could deal with it. They won Emmys for that kind of thing. This was very on the nose. This was pretty heavy-handed. Yeah. Like, and they really just... It was especially weird because they're kids, too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they were... They were just like, we. Sh- this is something we know not to do. Mom says bad. Also, if she's just going to go and meet up with these people, why is she having these, carrying these giant, like, cartography-style, like, topographical maps? Yeah, she looked around. like she was trying to find the lost city of gold. Yeah. It was that level of effort she put in. This to is, like, just, like, 2002. Map, map quest. quest, man. Yeah. It's there. It yeah. existed. Like, she could, or it's... Most people just knew how to get to a nearby major city, you know what I mean? It's not that crazy. Yeah. There's probably one highway to get on and fucking get moving. So basically it turns out that she was uh, emailing with, there's like a service online for like bang babies, like recovery. Yeah. And like treating, getting treatment. And she's emailing with them trying to, to work this out. And it's in Gotham. So she goes there and she's climbing a wall with her fingernails. And then she gets captured by Batman. He like wraps her up with her bolo. And nobody damages walls in my city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she hasn't really done anything. Yet. Yeah. Batman's, most of his gadgets just, like, punch holes in walls yeah. so he can scale them. Yeah. That's, like, a big part of his shit. You look like you might be a runaway teenager. Let me see some ID. <laughs> you look like you're underage. Very, like, stop and frisk. Yeah. Kind of shit. You don't have that authority, Batman. This is unconstitutional. <laughs> you're not an officer of the law. This is inappropriate. No one is giving you this power. I'm 14. Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn show up, and Harley Quinn is driving a blimp. Uh, and uh, Static shows up to help Batman, and but they uh, Harley Quinn imprisons Batman and Static in trees. Yeah, I, I'm they not trying grow to describe out of the top of a building. Yeah, like, like a tree like grows around them. them, like a like an Iron Maiden. Yes, basically, that's what it looks spark. like. Yeah. And uh, they're frozen. They look almost like the cactuses, like the way a cactus like is kind of yeah, a yeah. big round part, then like things sticking out the sides. They remind me of those um, those like sad Deku people in um, Majora's Mask. I never kinda. played. So Batman just like shoots his poison Ivy and Harley 
escape with Allie in the blimp, and uh, Batman shoots his grappling hook to escape, and just punches through the bark and grabs onto something, and uh, he pulls himself out, then he frees static. There's kind of a weird thing in here where, um, I, I guess this is Batman the Animated Series that's crossing over with their new Batman Adventures, which is basically the same show, it's just like they retitled it at some point. Right. Uh, that show is kind of lost in time where it's sort of the 40s, but also sort of the 90s. Yeah, like people have like Tommy guns, but yeah. they're also like reading emails. Yeah. It's a weird... And Static is very firmly rooted in like the present day. Yeah. And so Harley flying around in this blimp does <laughs> not feel like it belongs in Static. Very strange. Yeah. I mean, I get like that's kind of jokery so you know what I mean? He's always got like weird outdated... Yeah, and it kind of, of transportation, fits but in Batman the Animated Series doesn't really in static shock. Yeah, but yeah, it's and he's like the, the narrator's rapping about blimps. Yeah, during this exchange, like oh, here you missed out of the air. <laughs> static shock. Uh, so Harley and Ivy tell Allie that they have a cure for her superpowers, but it's going to cost her. So at the Batcave, uh, Alfred. Starts healing Static and like pulling thorns or something out of his arm, and uh, Static asks him who he is, and he says that he's Madman. And it was just this weird joke. I thought you said Batman. Oh, did he say Batman? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then Dad makes a lot Static's more sense. Like, no, you're not. And he's like, I wish, I wish just once someone would believe that. That makes so much more sense than what I thought it was. <laughs> mad, I am Madman. Yes. <laughs> it's like, do you mean? Do you mean like the like the like the fucking TV show? Do you mean there's yeah? Because I had this whole thing going on that it was uh, Image Comics had a character called Madman, right? Right. Who was ripped An old off? Butler. Who <laughs> <laughs> was ripped off by? Uh, they made a show called Freakazoid that stole. Oh yeah. Basically yeah, yeah. stole the character, yeah. and it was also on WB at the same time. Right. And Matt, the creators of Madman sued Freakazoid, and I thought this was some kind of allusion to that. Oh, and okay. no, but he definitely said Batman. That makes right. so much more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way then, less confusing. Then the second, like, meets Bruce or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, this one. That's much funnier, and I like that way more. <laughs> you did, like, dig into that very deep, though. You yeah. heard Madman, and you weren't just like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, ah, oh, there was a copyright dispute between WB and the creators of yeah, Madman. They're, they're saying, who is Madman? And yeah. WB is saying, like, you're not really Madman. Right. And this is, but they're saying you are Madman. No, Batman. They said Batman. Yeah. It makes so much more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Static convinces Batman to, to go easy on, on Alley. Um, what was, what do you think Batman's plan was going to do you think Batman was just going to murder her? Wait, what? which part here? He's convincing about? Batman to go easy on Allie. Oh, yeah. Batman's like, nah, I'm going to fuck her shit up. <laughs> Stag's really got to hold him back. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Batman was amped up to fuck this little girl's day up. Yeah. He's like, no, she's consorting with Crip, which kind of fits into like the very petty crime that he will deal out brain yeah. damage for. <laughs> yeah. Like, this guy stole a purse, so he'll just fucking dome him in the back of the yeah. head a couple times. Did you ever read uh, Dark Knight Returns? No. Uh, it's this really great... We're eventually going to... They, they made a movie out of it, and we'll do that eventually in like three years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's 
like an older Batman. He's retired for like 10 years and he comes back and he's, he's fucking brutal as shit. And there's one moment that um, like a guy sneaks up behind him and there's like a dialogue box like, there's seven ways I could, uh, I could take this guy down. Four of them just disarm him and cause minimal touching. One would kill him and two just really hurt. And he just like kicks the guy, just like shatters his pelvis. Oof. And just like destroys people left and right. It's fantastic. Oh my god. Why is he so much more violent in his old age? Uh, This is just the Frank Miller version of... Frank Miller is the same guy who did Sin City. Okay. And he just has a really brutal take on Batman. Cool, cool. He, he went on to do this book called, uh, it was supposed to be called Holy Terror Batman, and DC ended up being like, we don't want Batman associated with this. Right. And so it just became Holy Terror, and like this new character is clearly supposed to be Batman. Right. And it's just Batman fighting Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why they wanted to back out of that. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a pretty clear... It's... Frank Miller used to be... He's the same guy who did uh, Robocop. He came okay. up with Robocop. Right. And he is just a huge coke head. He was <laughs> just nuts. And, like, right around 9-11, that just, like, changed him and made him, like, uh, 300. He also did 300. Okay. Um, he just became super right-wing and racist. Cool. And, like, everything he's done since then has been awful and really uncomfortable to read. Neat. But pre-2001, he was fantastic. Yeah, great. That's, I love that he just wanted Batman to kick Osama Bin Laden's ass yeah. like it was some fucking World War II Captain America shit. That's exactly what it is. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ivy and Harley and Allie, they, they attack this uh, sub, or maybe it's a ship, I couldn't tell. Yeah, some, wherever, yeah. And they're just loading gold bars, yeah. transporting them. And so they try and take all these gold bars and uh, static attacks, but Ivy stops them by like, wrapping them up in like another tree thing. Yeah, she's like, well, don't you get it? Electricity doesn't work on wood. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, then Allie saves oh. them with her nails. Yeah, it doesn't... Well, she... Poison Ivy, like, fucking stops the whole... Every ship, like, on the East Coast from moving because she overgrows the ports with seaweed yeah which makes her the most powerful person on earth yes she can halt the world economy at will and she's decided to take like some gold bars instead of the entire world hostage that was an incredible level of power (laughs) that they just did not even kind of deal with i didn't think about that but you're right that is a lot of power that's fucking the whole coast said it yeah, damn. Um, so, uh, she, she saves Static, and then she goes into this, uh, treatment, uh, which is funded by Wayne Enterprises, and her, her uh, powers are under control. Right. Yeah, she kind of, like, turns and helps them, so Batman lets her, lets her go and funds the treatment, which yeah. is neat, but also, like, could we not get that, some of that? Serum to help out that fucked up donkey kid? Yeah. <laughs> His life's way worse. He's yeah. clearly poor. He's not happy. He's re- had to resort to stealing fruit and vegetables because who the fuck is going to hire <laughs> Ferret Face? Uh, we got we to gotta wrap things up real quickly. Right, cool. um, so what do you think of the show on the whole? 
I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was, it was pretty like, good. It was like very of the time. Yeah. And you know, just it was a kids show, but it was like a pretty entertaining. Like it's not super easy to find. Like it's not like streaming anywhere, right. as far as I know. But if if they put this on Netflix, I'd probably check it out. Yeah, if I was like drunk one night, I might be like, yeah, Static Shock. What that takes me back. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it was. It was entertaining. Uh, right now, Kevin Conroy, who played Batman on this, we've got him at number one. Do you want to keep him there? Uh, yeah, I think so. Did he, did he, he also voice Batman on these yeah. episodes? Yeah. Okay, yep. I thought so. Cool. Um, so that's easy. Yeah. Uh, he's staying at number one. He's been there a while. Yeah. Um, you got anything you want to plug? Um, no, I did have that Beast of Bourbon show that I'd always been plugging, and yeah. uh, the, the last time that we were going to do the show, my co-host, uh, Jim, and that Jim who's done the podcast now at this point. Yes, the, the episode he was released. on our Sub-Zero episode. Good deal. Um, yeah, we, uh, we ran that show, and when we showed up, the bar was closed forever. There was just garbage bags in the windows, and everything was gone. Yeah. We did not, we're not told, uh, so I do not have that show anymore. But I have a Twitter account at the Big Wee. The Big Wee at Colburn C O L B U R N nine eighteen. Um, and yeah, that's fucking all I got going on. Follow me on Twitter at Danny Rathbun D A N N Y R A T H B U N. Like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Don't have any big shows coming up soon. I'm going to be at the Laughing Devil Comedy Festival in uh, July sometime. Don't know the exact date yet. Um, I think that's it. Next week we got, uh, uh, we're doing Scooby-Doo meets Batman. And our guest is going to be Jacob's girlfriend, Megan Rios. Rico. Rico. (laughs) I wrote her name. I've been calling her. Megan Rios de Janeiro. I've been calling her Rios this whole time. This is what happens when a person doesn't have Facebook. I don't learn their name. That's true. Yeah, you just have a vague idea of what it might be. Yeah. That's the type of shit. I work at a place where I'm the only one in the kitchen for every shift. Mm-hmm. So occasionally there will be some crossover where my boss is there and I'll find out that I've been making a sandwich wrong for nine months. <laughs> There's never been any way to correct me. I can't tell you how many people, like not even, people I've known like for years, like right. people I consider like pretty good friends have been like, wait, it's Rat Bun? Rat I've been seeing Rat Burn this whole time. For a little while. A like, lot of people. I think, a lot of people have done that. I think Herky pronounced it Rathburn. I'm sure. And so I later, I think probably from Facebook, found out it was Rathburn. Yeah. Or maybe you like commented on it on stage. Yeah. That was uh, Peter Peter Bandic got yeah. that treatment from Hercules. Everyone calls him Bandike. Yes. Which is I, better. I think you should just call it Bandike. I but. still, every time I see him, there's a moment in my head, I'm like, wait, it's Bandic. Is it Bandic or is it Bandike? Shit. Right. Which one? <laughs> Alright. Uh, I think that's all for this week. Am I forgetting anything? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Kareem! Kareem!